0: Come
1: on now, you're in the hospital
2: My name is Dr Ruth Gilmore I'm a medical SHO and a casualty officer in the Matra Hospital in uh, Dublin. I think there's a calm before the storm at the moment um, casualty isn't actually that busy and um, there's just been a stretcher brought in of a man that was more than likely involved in an RTA and he's just been seen to at the What's moment an RTA? It's a road traffic accident, sorry um, And basically the way the system works is if a very sick patient is found by the ambulance, they have a direct line which is located in beside the nurse's station where they can ring us and say that there is someone unconscious or with very bad chest pain or, worst case scenario, a cardiac arrest. And that way we are prepared and basically are waiting for the patient when they come in. We have two areas that we actually see patients like that in. One is the trauma room where any major trauma comes, it's more spacious, and we have basically all facilities. We always would be ready for major traumas if um, a chest ever needs to be opened. Um, Unlike ER, it usually doesn't. Um, Patients are usually never that unstable, and if they are, they usually actually don't make it. Um, um, People don't usually have their chests opened in casualty, people would be glad to know. Um, But basically, we have, you know, if by chance, some, a woman who's pregnant happens to come in here. There's a set ready in case she needs to be delivered. There's um, basically sets for um, cutting off clothes, which we routinely do, and patients get quite cross with us, but it's only because we have to. Um, this is the reception area. All patients that come into the matter hospital... Even if we don't know their name, have to be checked in with reception because we need a number in order to order x-rays and investigations. So, for instance, you know, if you've been seen in the matter before, you give your name and your address and your number will come up and then you'll be issued a card which you hand in to the nurse and then she writes the details and puts it into the various triage slots. There is a £25 charge to be seen in casualty. If you're referred from your GP, then you don't pay the fee. Um, because you've already paid your GP the fee so you don't need to pay it twice if your GP feels you need to come to casualty but if you haven't been seen by a doctor and just come in off the street basically then yeah, there is a charge If
3: you just hold on, the boat lines are busy, okay? Thanks uh, Hello, Hello. Uh,
4: You want to register? Yeah. What's wrong? Um, it's, it's, it's your friend it.
3: What's wrong with her?
4: She, she has, sort
3: of like a... okay. has she been here before? No What's her surname? Her date of birth? Your uh, mm. mm.
4: medical
1: card? V H I. Through the doors and give this to a staff nurse, please.
2: This area here is basically called the triage area. And this is where patients are brought in and they usually sit on the seat here unless they're on a trolley whereby the nurse would go over to them. And this is kind of the most important job in casualty is basically talking to the patient when they come in and assessing what their complaint is today, what their problems are and the extent of their injuries. And depending on that then, that decides whether the patient goes into triage one, which is usually a call and you can see here we've got a tray which is triage 1 to 5 triage 1 is basically that never would be a card in either slot 1 or slot 2 because they would be handed directly to a doctor and the doctor would either be in with a cardiac arrest or seeing a very sick patient, they would never be left to wait, triage 3 then is basically, basically patients who are you know either stable or could have a technically serious problem, so someone with bad chest pain that was still present with a cardiac history um, or someone um, who was very short of breath or someone in a lot of pain with you know abdominal pain or tummy pain, um, they would usually go into triage three. Triage four then is pretty much everything else, um, and people often ask us. It's the most common question, you know. When am I going to be seen? And the problem is, is we can never give an answer to that question because if something comes through the door that is triage one, two, or three, then the patient is triage four. Then they automatically go ahead. Is blood
5: coming from your head here? Yes, you're right. Yeah. Do you know what happened? No. You don't remember? No. no. What were you drinking? I took it in two. What? I took it in two. In turn? your blood.
6: What?
5: I your blood. I can't make you out, to be honest with you. I took your
6: blood. I took
5: your blood. Right. You obviously hit your head off something, probably a wall or something. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. I need you to sit up for me a little, can you? And I'll have a look at the property and we'll give it a
2: clean. This is actually what we call out back. This is where people wait. During the day, it's usually minor cases, people with kind of um, falls, sore legs, sore ankles. But during the evening in the matter, it tends to be people who have been found in various places in town who um, basically have had a lot of alcohol on board and need to sleep it off for the time being. Um, this place can get actually quite full and... Um, you know, there could be 10, 11, Simply 12 people. Yeah, and he's had a lot to drink. The reason we keep everyone in the recovery position, obviously, which basically means lying on their side, so that if they do feel sick or get sick, that they won't actually um, s- swallow anything like that.
4: Be, would, would I not be better off just getting out of the way, so there'll be one last to no, see? No, I, I would say
5: that, that's very infected. I'd wait and be seen. Jesus. Okay,
4: okay. I was actually trying to get out because I realise there's other people here who are worse off than me. Um, but I, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to... I'm going to be sitting here till four in the morning. He says it could be a chipped and he says it looks very infected, so I should hang on. But I don't think it's life-threatening. <laughs> I hope not anyway. I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself but now I feel a little bit stupid because there's people here who actually are actually in pain big time and I'm walking around with a sore finger. My index finger somebody stood on it. <laughs> well, do you want the story that I tell the doctors is the real story? OK, well, the story that I told the doctors was actually somebody stomped on my finger. The real story was I was at my Christmas party and actually I stood on my own finger. I was pretending to throw a tantrum, as you do at these Christmas parties. And unfortunately, the only person I inflicted pain on was myself. So uh, you feel very stupid when you're trying to explain that. But now, two days later, after it's not getting any better, I had to come in, unfortunately. you
6: You know what happened?
5: You know you took some tablets? Yeah? What time did you take them out?
7: What
4: happened
5: to you? The we are so. This is
7: You're just saying you're young.
5: Yeah, just in case of a young girl who's taken an overdose. Mostly benzodiazepines, as in sleeping tablets of that sort. Uh, as you can see, easily risable if I speak about her, She does wake up. Just got to keep it. We would have... Yeah,
3: uh, uh,
5: it's just a matter of keeping an eye on her until in the morning and then social worker will come and see her. Station,
3: please. call to nurse station. Thank you. I'm Charlotte Green, I'm the staff nurse in the accident emergency department. At the moment we're going up to the A&E observation ward, which is upstairs in the main part of the hospital. I think it opened about a year ago now. It's a seven-bedded ward and basically it's for patients for 24-hour observation, head injuries, People that need to stay in overnight, if they haven't got any transport home, someone to look after them, they're usually only there for 24 hours. I've been here since June, so I've been here for six months now. Hi, how are you? This is Jill. I work in a general hospital back in the Philippines, so we dealt with obstetric and gynecology, pediatrics, medical and surgical, but in here we focus on medical and surgical cases.
8: Um, And what... um surprised you about working in in, in dublin or in a matter hospital what was the first thing that really surprised you
3: what surprised me is that uh, there are increasing number of drug addicts overdose and the alcohol alcoholics like that i worked in um obviously worked from england and i worked for a year in australia as well in sydney and I've I've come across a lot of um, alcohol related problems over here, and um, there is a huge um, population drug abuse, IV drug abusers, and it's something that needs to really you know to be sorted out really. But it is completely different to where I worked back home in Winchester.
8: Do you find it more challenging here in, in, in Dublin, or
3: definitely, it's a lot busier. <laughs> it is. It's it's very interesting. For, Career-wise as well, because you you know you're on your kept on your feet all the time. It's, it's good experience as well. The salary that we receive here will be just spent here in Dublin. It's just fair, you know, with the accommodation, with the food, and the clothing. So we have to save some, a part of our money to send back home and make it bigger. So Charlotte, yeah, I'm going now. Okay, I've got the keys. Yeah. Everything's okay, she's not due antibiotics, I do no, Just turn everything fine. off. Okay? Okay, Take care.
5: you work over here, Alistair? Yeah. yeah. What do you do? Hi, nice. hey, welcome. Huh? No, I'm not.
9: What do you work on? I last road. Yeah,
5: but what, what do you do? Not where you work. What What do you do? I It's a clerk. A clerk. last road. sunny Yeah. What's the last thing you remember? Alistair. No. Um, not a lot. Not a lot. What did you last have to drink? Eight cans. You cans. cans? Yeah, well, anyway, the cuts not too bad. I'm just gonna lay you back down again, okay? Yeah. And you can sleep it off a little. Right. Yeah, brought in by DFB, uh, presented with Dublin Fabricate. Yeah. Um presented with a head injury under the influence of alcohol. Unable to give a history of how much he drank, what happened to him, where he fell, what he fell against. So basically you just take it from the start and look at um, do assessment as much as you can, see how conscious he is, see if there's any um, signs of a head injury as an internal head injury. Didn't seem to be an observation it was just not superficial It it may require stitches but to the part area of his um of his uh, head and it's a matter of letting him sleep it off. So you have had your X and all done. Yeah. I can put a dressing on that for the minute and then you can come back again.
4: Yeah. What what time would you say early is? When
5: is a good time? <laughs> I can't even give that What
4: what's very early? Like four, five, six, eight, half ten. Well before twelve is early for me. <laughs>
5: If it's broken, you do need to be seen.
7: Yeah.
4: It doesn't. It, does, it doesn't. The swelling isn't going down. and It's still very sore. Because I've had this You've before. You've been waiting
5: since, what five for five hours now? A few hours, yeah. You might as well wait another
4: few hours, yeah. Yeah. That's, you might as well. Why not? Well, hey. Yeah. She shucks. You never know. I might might miss something exciting exactly, after all yeah. this time.
5: <laughs> like one of them would might have been next to be seen an hour ago, but now we've had a few emergencies in. They fall down the line a bit again. These are all like minors.
1: My name is Stuart Rice. I'm a clinical nurse manager here in the matter A&E. At the moment, we're in the resuscitation room, which thankfully is unoccupied, but um, time will tell that can change at any moment. Um, I'm on nights here in the matter. Um, Started on Monday, and I'll finish on Monday morning. Well, as I said, it's it's very quiet for us tonight and um, the waiting time isn't even long. I know some of the patients are probably saying it is long, but on average it would be about eight hours waiting to see a patient, to see a doctor, I should say, for the patients. Um, Again, tonight is great because we have trolleys that are available so that if anything does come in that we will have a trolley to resuscitate a patient on. I mean, there's many times I've had to resuscitate a patient on an ambulance trolley because it's, it's full with patients that are waiting for beds. It's a great night. I always feel quite reassured if I have a trolley, knowing that if something does come in, at least I have a trolley and an area where I can carry out a resuscitation with the medical team. But we get a lot of, um, you know, there, there are a lot of. There's trauma in, and there's, you know, a lot of stabbings. We have a lot of overdoses. That's an ongoing thing because it's an inner city um, hospital, and we have a huge drug problem. Um, so there's a lot of experience that even staff, junior staff that they will see here that they wouldn't see maybe in another more suburbia um, accident emergency mind the back and rely on his side
3: thank
8: you
1: this is a gentleman that's been taken from a hotel and he's had a lot of drink on board Now, as you can see, he's a very heavy man, and he's a diabetic as well, which obviously doesn't help. His his glucose is fine, and um, we're going to have to just mind him because the risk here is that he's going to vomit and aspirate. So that's that's our worry here about any of these patients lying down here. We have them on the floor here. We have them on the floor here for their own safety. Lie them on their side in the recovery position so that if they do um, aspirate or vomit, we will prevent aspiration. And we're going to have to have at least one or two staff out here, which are taking that. Means there's only three of us on the rest of the floor.
8: Seems quite busy tonight.
1: It's actually hotted up quite a bit, but we can't complain. We have had a good week. Okay. Um, Joe. Joe, so can I leave you out here for the moment and I've got to send somebody out to you? I'm just to send, and and I have the blankets for this gentleman as well. Okay. He's got a long leg to his neck,
4: I don't even know who he is. Do you remember, I read Sir Patrick Joyce? Yeah? You didn't make
9: up the card, but I don't think I did. No, that's the man with the nose. Yeah. No, I didn't. Well, I was wearing the man, I might have come into the room, you're at our wedding today, it was. Travelers' wedding and uh, a bit of aggro started the, there was about 30 policemen there and the travellers started getting brave because they knew they had the police to back them up that they wouldn't get bashed by the other travellers and all that but the man that I was with I met him all my life I, I'm not a traveller myself but I met him since about 7 years of age and uh, he's a diabetic he's hairy he's, he's, he's always rumbling, but I was telling him at the desk but the, put the, like, I was sort of in a uh, shock like with him, like I thought like this was it. Because he he, he, he was up in the hospital there a couple of weeks and he told him that, that he had cancer. So I came to the hospital with him and the uh, medics asked me to register him in there. I registered him in there and I went in and I said well, like what's the story? Like what's what's happened said, he's a diabetic, he's a hernia he's a couple of things around him, he's cancer and all this. So they tested him for his sugar level and I told homie it was all right just to go outside. But while we were at the, the, the wedding, like I was trying to look after him. Like I know his whole family. And two of his sons started fighting. And he started pointing till of them locked down to each other, they started pointing the nose out of each other.
8: And have they ended up in here as well now or?
9: No, they 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 won't go to go, go to the hospital with the wheels. Like, they'll try to sort it out themselves, they go to the GP in the morning, try all this. Like that man was unconscious, they thought he banged his head but he checked for his head, he didn't. It's just that he's a diabetic, and he yeah, wasn't drinking the drink, he's supposed to be drinking. You're meant to drink Sassenbrough pills if you're a diabetic, boy. he was drinking whiskey.
10: Well, welcome to the matter hospital. I'm a security officer, James Fahey. Uh, just a supervisor here at night, a patrolman. Just want to show you the sort of things that goes on here during the day. At night, people there, all drink-related incidents. Rtl road road traffic accident spinal you know neck personal no And This is the reception area. V&E Is there our security guards? He's acting up at it's n- never my South Africa.
8: You need not tell?
7: I'm proud of it.
8: What has you in the A&E of uh, Dublin Hospital?
11: Never. Just got bored doing the old job. Decided to take on security on that. and have been working in Matt Hospital now for the last six months now. Um, my name is Diego. Yeah. Are Where are you from, Diego? From Italy. He's been discharged. He's just had uh, two stab wounds to the leg. He's just feeling a bit weak, basically, and he's waiting for a taxi. But otherwise, he's grand. I work as a receptionist on the B&B. Yeah. And what, what has happened to you? You know, bad way. Just walking the in, uh, you know, I'd not not it's knowing not knowing the places. Now I learned that is not a very nice area to walk around. The summer summer heat water, and um, I, just, I got assaulted by three guys, and one of them had a long knife, and they stabbed me twice in the leg, and the others punched me all over the place. I fought them all. I mean I, I, I fought I, I try to. they, they overpower me. And um demogged ya. The they uh the, when I were balls all, s- all over you, you when a black boy. The, When I saw the knife I just stabbed twice in the leg. I threw the wallet to I said take it and, and because it was just this right well, ten inches knife. Mm. Yeah.
9: Blood all over your face, one mm. of your eyes is swollen a bit, mm. you know. And just blood all over your T-shirt. And where, where did that come from? Was that from the face or... From the head,
11: did you get, from the... Did you get a stabbing?
8: From the eye, yeah. So did you have to wait wait long here when, when you come in in the ambulance? Or?
11: I did, actually, I did. I, I waited, like, three hours. I would, like, I would have preferred... not to be discharged. I would have preferred to spend the night here. It's like...
8: Are you a bit shocked, yeah? I mean, like... Yeah, Does it make you think twice about you know living and working in Ireland or?
11: Uh, no really because I mean I met a lot of nice nice people. I mean you can get mugged everywhere. You just just need to be more careful where where are you walking to um, yeah. what
8: are you gonna do now? Are you gonna are you waiting for a taxi? I'm
11: waiting for a taxi. I'm going to bed. Are you in pain? Huh? Are you in pain? Not really, because they gave me a lot of medication, they, they just gave me some dim- dimorphine as well. fair Cudgy bastard. No, no, no.
9: no guys, it's not no, worth yeah. the argument, Do you
10: know what I mean?
9: It's not worth the you know argument. Yeah. yeah. I'm very, so very man. It's not worth the argument, but am 29 years of age, and I'm older than him. the fuck does he think he's speaking down to me, you know what I mean? No, yeah, he like, but... just noise that, look, stand outside and that's it. Yeah. And I turned around, and the fellow was asking for a smoke saying no you can't get, give him a smoke you can't give him a smoke so says right sorry guy. do you want to be all in another place you know, where, where a
10: couple of genuine cases come in there you know a couple of sick people and elderly man come in there just you know and, uh, that fella there he's one of the guys that's, was fighting with his brother but the nose of one another
7: To be an unconscious person there they 're bringing him in there
6: uh, it 's just uh, we've another case coming in here now of uh, a gentleman with a, an excess of what we describe as c2 h which is an abbreviation of e- ethanol or alcohol, and uh, the lads are just mentioning the the circumstances in which they found them, which often tend to be quite humorous. Uh, Ah, uh, it just apparently collapsed out on, on the side of the street, you know, crawling on his hands and knees, which is, can, can, be, uh, can look amusing to uh, certain people as they walk by, you know. But it's a, it's a sad sight that someone will allow that to happen to themselves.
7: This is probably the, the best side of the interface between the ambulance and the A&E department, in that we would uh, pick up the patients in a, an uncontrolled environment and we treat them and present them into the hospital here, which is essentially a control environment where the nurses and doctors can um, treat the patient in the best way they can. Ian, Ian, come on
1: now, you're in the hospital. Ian, Ian, open your eyes here. We need to get some details from you. Ian, Ian, come on and talk to us now. We need to get some details from you. What's your name? What's your address?
9: Ian,
1: open your eyes for me. You're okay. Yeah. Are you were tomorrow evening? Yeah, you were. Yeah, I started. I, no, I was no. Yeah, to go. Yeah, to so, um, uh, so. What's wrong? What's wrong?
8: It's,
1: it's
6: only your blood pressure I'm taking you. Uh, okay, okay, it's alright. You need to go to sleep. You want your face now? On yeah. We overheard them notifying the hospital on the radio to say that there's somebody coming in that didn't survive. And so uh, I don't know the circumstances of it yet, but uh, it'd be in Sharky. You know? This is your fourth time now in, in the last hour? Uh, who have you just brought in? Easily, uh, a gentleman. Uh, he was going out, and uh, he yeah, was. Someone asked him for a cigarette, and, and when uh, he obliged, uh, the, the individual assaulted him, then hit him on the back of the head with uh, some sort of wooden implement uh, and stunned him, uh, and beat him, kicked him, and bet him repeatedly on the road, and just wandered away.
9: In your twenty
8: years of, of service with the ambulance service, have you seen a change in, in sort of? Life on the streets. I mean, is
6: it becoming more violent? Certainly, yeah. In, in the last two years, there's been a noticeable increase in the amount of violence, uh, random violence, uh, acts done to people in you know inadvertently through just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and with no reason, uh, which is
7: it's, it's, it
6: seems to be common practice now. It was something we didn't see in Ireland before. We had heard of it in England, like it's common practice over there, but apparently it's hitting here now very big. The service itself gives us insights in, into the way people can and do behave, and of course we do tend to get access in, into people's houses and, and see the conditions that they live in, and some of those things could frighten you also. Um, you, you, can, you can never, uh, as I say, gauge Anyone but our front door. Like we've seen a lot of strange and unusual things from all perspectives uh, over the years, and you just develop a sense of humour when dealing with them.
7: (laughs) I can't add to that.
1: Bernie, can you give me a ring at two four if you can as soon as possible? Thanks a million. Um, yeah, we just got. A, I just heard they were looking for an ambulance crew to say that there's um, a bad road traffic accident in Glass Nevin, which is our area. Um, there are two people in the car, and they're actually cutting them out as we speak. So we're, ac- we're actually lucky that we've even got instead of two minutes ETA, we're getting actually a little bit longer because they're actually only in the process. We don't know what the condition of the patients at the moment, but we're just hoping that at least we have a little bit more time. We've cleared our areas and we're ready to accept these patients. If
3: you just hold on, the boat lines are busy. Okay, thanks. Now, hello.
4: hello. hello. You want to register? Yes. What's wrong? Her date of birth. Uh, uh, Daniel. It's been a very eventful night to say the least. Uh, we've got people getting sick on themselves, people peeing on themselves. I Meanwhile I'm still sitting here with my bloody thing. <laughs> But I think I will. I think I'm somewhere on the list. I think there's only two people in front of me right now. But I just want to get a big bandage and I want to go down to Lily's and I want to get loads of sympathy. <laughs> I've gone the same colour as his face. <laughs> anyway, it's not over yet.
9: She's fucking... now. Look, we don't go bollocks about this. this. you
5: listen to me. Right. She's been a cheeky little cunt What's wrong with nice Noisy, face
9: <laughs> Are you all
8: right? You're on. right. You're right. You're right. right,
10: poor <laughs> If you weren't so cheeky, then it
1: wouldn't be. <laughs> Just an extremely abusive patient who claims I was given him cheek and attitude. And I it. A here. <laughs> I'll even
4: have this girl as a witness. <laughs> I foul to
1: language the names he called
3: He's me. He's still
8: out the back of here.
1: Is he still here? Is he? He got, hit, in the, he got hit, claimed he got hit in the face with the bottle, and I'm not surprised. Well, that's what I
4: said the names
1: I said. he called me,
4: unbelievable. Couldn't even say the names he called me. Never
1: heard. You just get stressed out after that, absolutely.
4: Go
9: with
0: me. Michael is my name. And I'm a taxi driver here in Dublin. Now, we do the account here, so you you look after the the hospitals as much as possible. But on a night like this, when I went in there, this woman was asleep. Their daughter was was trying to get them to wake up. She's asleep. And I asked what's wrong. She said, she's drunk. Now, you couldn't take someone in a car like that on a night like this. I mean, I've often taken people home who would be drunk all right. But they're standing. With the woman with that car, you get her in the car, the movement of the car. The car you know what I'm the saying? She wasn't standing, she's lying down. The movement of the car, the liable to get sick. Now, in the, the A&E, you get everybody. You get every all sorts of life in there. You know, you tend to find out that the Matter Hospital uh, would be one of the, what you might call, one of the roughest in the area. In that, to the city centre, that on the James Street, would be the roughest, in the sense that you would get more of the... The different with the drug addicts and all that kind of thing in here which you mightn't get in say Beaumont so much or Talla Hospital I've often got people in the car there and what's wrong they're on me arm me elbow me head what's happening I fell off the path there you know I said no, I'm not, I'm not surprised you know the hardy they're singing in the car when they're gone. And then they stop and they sing one fellow one night was singing and then he stopped and he said oh geez me head me head and I said yeah they're singing Oh, yeah, well, no, it's not really a singing. it's not really a thing. It's me head when I hear it off the path. I think that's where it was, that's where it was. And I said, yeah, we're right there. Daniel, Daniel, we're not even there Is your team, seven?
7: Yes. Is there a second one coming? No, I don't know. this is the only thing. Oh, good. He doesn't even want to be on this. And he's trying to go, to get out of this, you're bringing me to jail, so there's not a lot coming out of the problem. There's a girl. She thinks she's paying pain, too, this guy. The
5: lads going to take over. It's, like it's not as serious as we thought it was, so we're <laughs> going to take a break. After listening to this man's problems.
8: What speed are we
5: doing? <laughs>
3: Car. Had he,
8: had he seatbelt on? Yes. And you had your seatbelt on? Okay. Yeah. Did the windscreen break?
5: So
3: Did the
8: windscreen break? Yes. yes. The windscreen broke. Which side? Driver side? Both sides? Yes, board, side. To two, and was no, it dead on into the tree? Left side or right side into the tree?
10: Right side. Right side. Right
8: side. Right
9: side.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Was he unconscious? Right Was he unconscious? Uh, 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 right.
0: Was he unconscious? Uh, uh, right. He uh Put that I want to
8: fuck himself!
0: What did I say idea. to you? What did
8: I say to you? All this, oh, this... Please, will you welcome... <laughs> Shh! Listen to me now. This is not for your benefit. You
10: would have, as I said before, a broken neck, broken back, broken skull, anything. Well, right, right. Right. obviously I don't. How do you know that? Because we aren't talking to the other lads. Nice about? walking around.
8: Yeah. So so obviously that, doesn't mean, that doesn't mean you can to have a fracture in your body. Okay? Alright. Right, right. no, no Until we get the x-rays done, we are going to take it to G2. Okay? And because of that, you are going to lie flat on your back with these straps on. Okay? Until we get the x-rays done. Is that alright with you? Okay. Now don't try and get up. Don't try and pull this off. If you do, you can do yourself a very serious injury. serious the not oh, Open your mouth to slightly. Just slightly. No, no, just look at your teeth. and no breath. Okay? Take the blood pressure, put in temperature. I'm going to put in a drip lining around and I'm going to take some blood
7: tests. right? Don't move now. My name is Pat. I work for Dublin Fire Brigade. Uh, we just brought in a, a young gentleman there about mid-twenties. He uh, was a driver in a car that hit a tree. He had a lot of alcohol taken, which contributed to his accent. Uh We had to uh, take him out of the car uh, put him on a spinal board, do uh, neck stabilisation, uh, brought him into the hospital. He's got a lot of cuts and bruises, but we don't think it's too serious. Just all down to drink, really.
8: Was he wearing a seatbelt?
7: He was wearing a seatbelt, yeah.
8: I think that saved him.
7: Oh, definitely, yeah. It yeah, would have been a lot worse. The Impact was on his side. I've seen impacts similar to that. People have died. Very similar. There was one other passenger in the car, and she's all right.
8: Okay. So he's, he's lucky, really? They're both lucky?
7: They're both lucky. Thanks for the at this time, yeah.
8: And is that a something pretty typical of a weekend night or any other night.
7: Uh, weekend night, every night, you know, there's so much money about now that they just uh, they just can go out any night of the week and um, I don't think the strength driving campaigns really working, you know, especially for the likes of him, you know. No sense, too much money.
8: I mean, you see it every night of the week. I mean, have things changed over the last couple of years? I mean, is there people that you're dealing with, the issues that you're dealing with?
7: Uh, mm, not really. Probably people are... Uh, in an older age group are a bit more sensible about drink driving you know but younger age group likes him now um, most things are drink related everything from assaults to uh, road traffic accidents to drug overdose are all drink related um, the root of all evil unfortunately come on in I'm not fucking hanging around hours. No, you won't have to wait twenty hours. come on going to have come, see him, well,
9: come
5: you on
10: come on you. come on
5: Listen, you're, going, you're first to be seen. You're first. That could be take ten minutes or or not, okay? But you're going to be seen first, right? Come on. If you don't come in now, you won't be first to be seen. Deirdre, sister. It's ambulance control wondering. It's wondering if either of those uh, two transfers can go by winter. It's ambulance control, one mm-hmm. name, eight those
1: Absolutely. Both of them, if they could take them together, it
5: would be great. Hello. Both of them actually can <laughs> go by um, ambulance. <laughs> and, uh, sorry, nature. <laughs> actually, i put yeah. it up on the
1: computer.
5: Nice, Right, thank you very much. All right, fine. Just had a bit of an incident at the door there. Uh, what was yeah. that uh, Just a psychiatric patient who wanted to leave needs to be seen by the doctor. Mm. He's expressing suicidal tendencies. Um, okay. Again, obviously, he doesn't understand this, the importance of him staying But um, I've explained to him that he's going to be treated urgently and he's willing to stay for the minute. And I've also informed the security guards to let me know if he
8: does try to make leave. Um, Sister, you mentioned you had an unfortunate bereavement earlier on.
1: I did, and I've just actually just left the family there. We had a few formalities to deal with. um, And... I was just saying to myself, it was such a busy place, we're running around here, and something like that, you really have to have time to spend with these people. It isn't the ideal situation tonight to have the time, but they're so upset, but you actually have to make time. And in this case, I did. I had to leave the floor to go be with these people. There's nobody from pastoral care available to talk to these people. They need time, they're very distressed. Then you have to do the formalities, go down, and... Do a formal identification with them, sort them out, make phone calls for them, and that again in a really busy department like tonight, you still have to make time for them. They have to get a priority as well, in spite of whatever else is going on.
5: It's quarter to five in the morning, and um, we just had our first break, proper break of the night, and um, been on since eight o'clock. Uh, Things have quietened down so um we've been lucky as in we've had beds in the hospital because we've had so many admissions uh, so many ambulance um, arrivals. Uh and overall we were lucky as in there was nothing extremely serious came in. A lot of uh assault. All 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 if not most um alcohol related. Um and it's just a matter of hopefully it'll stay quiet enough now until the morning. We can all wind down slightly. Enjoy doing the job. Um, I just sometimes question whether it's worth the hassle, as in the verbal abuse and um, the thanks to get at the end of the day. Not that I'm in it for thanks or anything, it's just a case of um, nothing seems to be good enough for some people, and yet the ones who really need help can't be um thankful enough
1: I have to say I don't I mean I, I haven't been exposed to that much aggression tonight this is not bad no. for aggression this is actually very good week for people not totally abusing you all the time and being really physically abusive I have to go sorry
2: yeah.
5: I'm only here two and a half months now three months I've like I'm four or five years in A&E this is a, a, a different experience from quite a lot of hospitals I've worked in um the drug problem is horrendous. I've never seen anything like it. I've worked in the centre of London, and I've never seen anything like this. And that's really it. And it's not just it's not the heroin or the things, probably more alcohol that's the problem of uh, drug abuse.
8: So what's the procedure now? Do you go back to base and wait for a call?
7: Or? We get on the radio now and we tell them we're mobile and available, and it's likely that we'll be called somewhere else before we get back to base
6: we advise them now that we're available for, uh, to do uh, any additional work they may have and uh, they normally respond fairly promptly to
7: give us something else uh, Delta 104 mobile and available now
8: She's
1: actually hyperventilated. Oh,
4: no. Denise? I answered the phone. She said she worked.
1: Denise? Yeah. She had taken time. Okay, Denise, slow and the breathing she down. She needed help, so I asked her to put the phone down and ring okay, the ambulance. Denise, slow your breathing down. But she wouldn't. Down. So we had to ring the ambulance, but they couldn't get in. So now the guards are outside, they're trying to get in, and we're trying to keep her talking on the phone. It's gone on three yeah. quarters of an hour. Denise? Slow your breathing down. Okay, just slow down the breathing and calm down. And the guards are going to break the door down and get in. Okay, calm down, you're okay. See, the problem is the house is probably vacated now at the moment because of Christmas, you know. It's probably. Wonderful. Yeah, Denise, yeah, we yeah, are yeah. going to help you. The guards are outside the door. Okay, just you concentrate, slow the breathing down. Denise, can you go to the window? She's hyperventilating. She's yeah. hyperventilating. Yeah, she's definitely
8: hyperventilating. What is she taking tonight? She anyway, says she's yeah.
1: taken some Panadol tablets, a large amount. That definitely, would, but they wouldn't cause there's hyperventilation. W- she she there's six. one on the ground floor. I don't and know whether she's taken alcohol downstairs. as well. And she's now hyperventilating. She's, so. She
4: claims that she's actually on Denise?
1: the floor, on the you know, on the floor inside of the ground floor flesh. Denise, calm you the know? breathing down. So I, I actually feel that we have to, you know. I think they have to break the door yeah. down. Yeah, well, listen to that. Listen to that. D- just, just hold on there one more. Sorry, can I just ask you? To just, just listen. To that. Denise, Denise. No, she's actually in trouble there. She's in trouble now. We have yeah, to get her. She really is in trouble
10: there. Denise, me.
1: we're on our way. All right, the guards are going to break the door yeah. down.